Welcome to the Jennings Wire online magazine podcast series, where we feature interviews with top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Emerald Kaufman. I'm the radio director for the national PR firm Annie Jennings PR, the creator of Jennings Wire online magazine, who also offers powerful top market radio talk show campaigns with free unlimited media training and guaranteed deliverables, as well as online television and print media. Today, we are featuring an interview with Marissa Blaschko, a Polish-American designer and business owner who began learning languages as an adult to help distinguish herself in the competitive world of event planning. Since those first steps into the world of language learning and since the start of the coronavirus pandemic, she's pivoted her career to become a language coach, blogger, and teacher to help other adults demystify the language learning process. Marissa joins us to talk about what it's like to be a busy adult trying to learn a new language, and she shares her tips for any listeners who have failed to learn a new language at some point in their lives. So welcome, Marissa. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. We are excited to have you. So you're a Polish-American. I don't want to say I want to assume you speak Polish, but how many languages do you speak, and how did you get into language learning as an adult? Well, it's really interesting because I think a lot of children of immigrants can relate to this. Well, I can kind of speak it. It kind of depends on your definition of speak. And that was certainly my relationship with Polish for a very long time. It's my heritage language. And basically throughout my life, I was was raised as a little Polish-English bilingual baby. But by the time I graduated high school and eventually college, I had totally lost my Polish in the swamps of English education. I had absolutely failed to learn Spanish. And I went for most of my 20s thinking that, okay, language learning is not for me. Too hard. Maybe some people have some gift and there's no way. But eventually, later on, as I established myself in event planning and found more and more of my clients preferred to do business in other languages, I thought, okay, there's this huge market. There's nobody in events that really is catering to the specific needs, whether they're linguistic or cultural needs, to Spanish speakers in my area. So I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to learn Spanish. And with my job, I had the flexibility to just move to Mexico, work remotely for a little bit. And I had this vision where, okay, I'll, I'll just stay in Mexico two, three years. I'll like maybe be able to have a conversation if I work really, really hard. Like, you know, I just have to be very patient and work super hard. And actually, it wasn't that hard. <laughs> I was very pleased mm-hmm. to discover. I, from, from Mexico and the U.S. going back and forth, I was able to learn online French uh, because I, I, the language bug bit me. So I started learning French on top of the Spanish that I had already learned, then Catalan and Portuguese. Then I started reclaiming my Polish. And now I'm starting to learn German. So depending on your you know, definition of speak and all of that, I speak between four to six languages, and I'm working on the seventh. Wow, that's pretty impressive. And it must be maybe a natural, a natural thing to follow Spanish with the French and the Portuguese. I'm sure I'm surprised you don't have the Italian in there yet, right? When you have all those <laughs> romance languages. But um, yeah, I mean, just from my own background, just love all of that. That sounds really, really awesome. And and I guess the question is, you know, people, like you said, you know, they think it's really hard and you were able to kind of submerge yourself into a culture mm-hmm. in Mexico. 
Uh, what would you say to people that are like, well, it's not like I can go to Mexico and live in Mexico and, and kind of learn this through just experience and, and necessity? You know, what would you say to them and how they can kind of get started? Yeah, they're right. Most people can't just up and move to Mexico. But the big myth is, and I was totally a sucker for this myth for most of my life, is that adults can't learn languages. or If they can, they need a special talent. Even then, they can't do it like a little kid would do it. And that actually runs in the opposite of what most data is showing us. We, there have been linguistics, uh, there's been just a ton of linguistic research about what's called the critical period. So, you know, the, the kind of idea that before the age of 12, you're a language learning machine, and after that, it's not going to happen. Actually, what that data showed is that adults learn languages faster than kids, but kids don't need as much implicit instruction, and then they can develop things that adults can't, like uh, a really amazing intuition about the language, uh, a native accent, even if it's not their first language. Adults struggle with those things. But hour per hour, whether it's in immersion or in a classroom, adults learn much faster than kids. And unfortunately, it makes really good headlines to say, oh, language learning is impossible for adults. And we've, we've seen a lot of those type of headlines over the past 20 years, but it's just not true. What would you say would be the best first steps for an adult to take to start learning a new language? Oh, that's a good question. I would suggest, well, one of the things that the data has shown us is that the advantage of an adult language learner is something called metacognition. That's our ability to think about how we think. So I would suggest that adults start before even picking out resources, you know, maybe they have a language in mind that they'd like to learn, start exploring online communities of other language learners. And there's a ton. There's a ton on Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, all over the place. Start Googling around about learning X language, language learning podcasts, language learning Facebook groups, and start connecting with other people. Because in that way, adults, even if they're busy, can develop strategies, learn about different options, see what people are doing, and cut through a lot of the, the fear-mongering journalism and, and start really thinking about, okay, I want to take on this big project. What is that actually going to look like? What products are available? What resources do I have? And that way they can organically find something that makes a lot of sense for them and is not just you know, the first app that comes to mind or the marketing co or the company with the biggest marketing budget. Mm -hmm. So why would, I mean, you did this because you saw an opening in your market, a niche in mm -hmm. your market, and that worked for you in event planning. Why mm -hmm. would a busy professional, I mean, obviously they can maybe take a step back and look and see if there's something like that in their industry too, but what are some of the mm -hmm. other reasons why a busy professional would want to dedicate the time to learning a new language? Well, I think the, the most obvious answer is the one that you know, I said and you just reiterated, which is that there really are niches that are totally void in every single market, whether or not they're global niches. I mean, mine is, was local. And there are plenty, plenty, plenty of multilingual spaces and cities and, and states in the U.S. But outside of that, I'm, one of the things I really love about business culture today is that there's a growing understanding of burnout and that you know, us as professionals, if we're ambitious, we need interesting challenges. We need to be engaged with other people and new ideas. And to me, language learning is one of the amazing things that you can do for your career that you can also do for yourself. Once you even just get to 
a, a relatively low intermediate level, you can start interacting with the culture, with food, with movies, with podcasts, with new music, and you can really live in a, in a very different type of cultural immersion. It's, it's a wonderful experience that can take a busy, goal-driven professional out of their office and still let them feel productive. I think, I'm sure a lot of other professionals have this, this fear that I should be doing more, I should be doing more, but actually let you step back from that, fight burnout, connect with people, connect with cultures, and just it's a really, really fulfilling passion. Well, I love it. We were speaking off the air, and I was telling you how much I love languages. Yep. And so I am 100% behind this, as I am with all of our podcasters, of course. Uh, but love it, Marissa. Thank you so much. Everyone can connect with Marissa Blaschko online at relearnalanguage.com. That's relearnalanguage.com. And also Instagram at Multilingual Marissa, and that's Multilingual, M-A-R-I-S-S-A. So check her out on Instagram, relearnalanguage.com as well for plenty of language learning resources. Marissa, thank you so much again for joining us. Of course. Thanks so much for having me. And thank you all for listening to this podcast brought to you by AnnieJenningsPR.com. And please visit JenningsWire.com to enjoy a rich community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers and podcasters. Till next time.